Hello, and welcome to Dungeon Stories, episode 51. Reminding you of your mortality. We all die sometimes. If you have to be in a midlife crisis, though, playing D and D is a great fucking way to do that. Yeah. Well, to be fair, from the sounds of it, this is definitely setting the tone for the shit show that we're probably going to experience in this episode. So. I know. I'm really excited to get to it. So let's, yeah. let's go. If you if you haven't caught on in 51 episodes, we play Dungeons and Dragons here. Yeah, we do. Uh, yeah. At Monopoly. And we can't do that without a few of our friends. Yeah. Like Sword Coast Soundscape. Yeah. Sword Coast Soundscape! They're on YouTube. They're free. They make noise that noise. make it feel like you're where you are at in your dreams. A tavern? They got that. That's so far, I'm going to that That segue, that segue started off really well in the actual advertisement. But then, like, yeah, yeah, really but then so it's like you ran the train derailed. And then you addressed it. Fall apart I am my own worst enemy. But. Who else do you want to play? Well, Hero Forge. So glad that you asked, Eva. Oh my god, Hero Forge. I mean, look at these minis. They're beautiful. They're actually, how did their um, Kickstarter go? Uh, it's it's, it's over. Oh, like, like 30 they, different stretch goals. They're like, but, so now they do painted minis? Or? Yeah. But, well, they will. Yeah. Come, come Probably June. by the time this podcast yes, it's, uh, is it's available. The beginning of February right now, but come, come June. If you back the pot, the Kickstarter, um, you can access the colored minis. Um, and then a few months after that, July, August, it will be available for the public um, to we'll purchase there. To make minis. We'll be getting turned with Eva. So, um, I'm kidding. so there's that. And then also D&D Beyond, uh, digital character sheets, encounter builders, the DMs. Amazing. Um, Keep in track of your spells. Keep track of your spells. All the books that you could need and want. In fact, even some DD Beyond exclusive uh, books. Some some web only content. I have one. Uh, they I are like monsters and such. They are five thousand two hundred and sixty three percent funded. Well, as of February second. As 2nd. of right now, yeah, they yeah. will probably get way more. Uh, and those stretch goals, holy shit. They're good. There's some good shit in there. Um, but, so, but yeah, yeah any so, other friends? Nope, those are all the friends okay. we have. Nope, and really, D&D Beyond and Hero Forge, they're more of like acquaintances. They're like the popular kids in high school that we really like and look up to, but they don't even know we exist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like I was in high school. The popular kids that are kind of up to, and then yeah. you know they exist. It's just like that's kind of it. true, actually. That's not true. Yes, it is. Like, whatever, Everybody in the drama department like idolized you. You were our, like God. At least someone acknowledges it. My name is Norin, and I'm your dungeon master. My name is Eva, theater god. You heard it here. Um, and I play. I also said the other name. I play Ashton, a human paladin. Uh, both of heroism. Um, I'm Courtney, and I play Ave, a Circle of the Shepherd, Wood Elf Druid. 
My name is Jake, and I play um, Libby Now Dimitri, uh, Crown Prince of the Count Empire Life Domain Cleric Human. Um, my name is Courtney, playing Elena, the Eladrin, Fighter Druid, soon to be Queen. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> also, Get Warden of the Count Empire. <laughs> Panic JK, but maybe. She has like the most titles out of, out of all of us. Yeah, I'm sure the person She was supposed to keep adding them, but she got tired of all the titles she had. Yeah, I got bored of that. Maybe I'll start doing Daenerys up in here. <laughs> I'm Bailey. I play Briar, the human warlock. Woo! Last episode, uh, the Revengers stopped in Goldport, a pirate haven, um, to repair their ship after it had been rotted away by ghost fog. Um, they left Captain Flintlock uh, with the ship. Um, as he has begun the process of getting a repair, um, they made their way back to Iobrius, to the Everreach Forest, to the Arbor Arcanus, where they met with Elena's childhood friend Reese, a member of the government of the Summer Court in the Feywild. Um, and they discussed, um, Jason. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, they talked about a lot of stuff. Including um, <laughs> The gist of it is that uh, the, the Pale Man is working with the Unseelie Fae um, to kind of go back and forth between the Shadowfell and the Feywild and the Imperial Plane and hook up with the, the mean druid tribes. Um, and <laughs> the mean druid tribes? <laughs> Well, I, this is just the spark notes. Yeah. If, if you want to hear the in-depth version, listen to episode 50. Right? Yeah. But they, they discussed kind of the, the, the goings-on of some, some shady people. Um, learned that there's a lot of connections being made uh, between prominent figures in various people's lives. Um, and the ultimate goal is uh, not great. Yeah, <laughs> not great. This is the <laughs> most descriptive you have ever been. It's bad. Like, um, top notch. Adjectives. Everything. Just amazing. Very uh, detailed, uh, familiarizing language. Very uh, quick. So, Ashton, you were going to ask obviously something. I think that's where we left off. Yeah, so you... you uh, <laughs> it's nice to... <laughs> Trees to, to meet you. Yeah, so you walked you <laughs> um, just outside of the Wajai tribe, Ave's home. Uh, you are standing in the forest with these massive redwood-like trees. Uh, in front of you is this this large bridge extending into this, this massive tree with this gorgeous waterfall pouring off of it. Um, this bridge is lined with these arches and these glorious golden lights illuminating the path up towards this tree. You are a few hundred meters away uh, in a thick of trees, kind of preparing to make your way towards the Wajai tribe. Um, 
Um, I forgot to say this last episode, but when Avi was changing, she also would have gotten her rock and told Lorelai, like, fucking everything that was happening. That's what we had some time Here's a tea, babe. Okay. <laughs> so she's going to Okay. Um, like, everything. She would have asked, well, she's going, she said she's going to tell me. She's going to tell Lionel. Sure. I was going to say she Whatever would Whatever she thinks but is best. I feel like Lionel should at least know. So we're going to text Lionel. Avi has no objection to that. Maybe Ave asked that the Keurig, or that um, Lorelai keep the more, like, personal personal things, maybe. Not tell why and all that, but the general war stuff is fine. Maybe I'm not understanding what you're telling her about. The conversation you just had with Reese? Yeah. Okay. There wasn't really nothing personal. Yeah, I didn't the think there was. Oh, she means she's told personal. her everything. Yeah, but like, like everything, like even shit we don't Like the know. stuff we don't, you like, Yeah, Borla like, knows this absolutely everything about Abbey's backstory. She's like, this is my ex that like... Okay, I, okay I feel like, sure, okay, that's fine. Sorry, I feel like, I you're gonna find so, out. No, I just so mean that I don't think that information would be relevant for yeah. you to know anyway, so okay, you probably well, would've left it out. She's not gonna tell your secrets. She'll just tell him like what we talked about in the meeting. But yeah, yeah, all the horse stuff. It's just gonna be like the stuff that's like maybe there's there's some shit happening. Great. I don't know. Okay. 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 So we're walking up. Yes. We're going to walk up the bridge. Okay, walking up the bridge. Ava's gonna go in front. I'm just she gonna. To wait. I'm gonna go. <laughs> oh, no, she's I'm gonna stand next to Livy. Well, Dimitri, I'm gonna remind you to not talk until Ave says it's okay for us to talk. I am the pinnacle of silence. I will be so quiet. No one's even gonna know I'm here. I'm not even gonna know I'm here. Cause I'm gonna be like, what is that sound of silence? It's me. Livy, <laughs> my people are just very traditional. I just want to reiterate. In other words, do not boring. be. Oh, please I? do not be offensive. I am not offensive. Ashton's gonna like pop up behind them, you know, and just kind of like, be like, should I keep this on? And gestures of the crowd of like leaving. As you approach this large bridge, um, there's there's no sign of the guards that Ave mentioned. Uh, however, as you approach, uh, there are two uh, foxes that come out of the forest and then uh, revert out of wild shape into. Um, Two wood elves. Animal people. Um, animal people. <laughs> and they say, "Stop! This area is protected." And then they kind of they leave. No, they do not have leaf no, browns. I take my time. Okay, sorry. Not continue. <laughs> um, hey, we're both trying to And then they see. You are they, and kind of stop, and they look confused for a second, and then 
they each drop down on a knee and bow their heads. You've returned. Yes, I'm here to see my father. Please, rise. They'll stand and say, Welcome. We've all been waiting for you to make your return. That's good to hear. Your father will be very happy to see you. Can you take me to him? Uh, yes, straight away. Thank you. Um, and one of the elves stays behind. Um, <laughs> sure. Wild shapes back into his fox form and is kind of pacing out in front of the bridge. And the one that you were with walks with you um, up this bridge. And as as you walk, you the bridge kind of uh, extends upward a bit, um, and you're passing underneath these wooden arches. Um, and you get to, it takes probably about like 10 minutes walking along this bridge. It's probably about like a mile long. As we're walking, Ashley leans in and says, curious to meet you to the guard that we're walking with. Oh, he pinches the bridge of her nose. kind of looks at you and says, what? He said, "Please to meet you." Yeah. Dimitri's gonna come oh, and be like the light. Sorry, I must have, I must have misheard. It's a pleasure to meet you as well. And then Dimitri's gonna like lean up beside Asher and be like, "The light in me sees and recognizes the light in you." Yeah, that was that too. That's <laughs> sorry. Very pleasant. Something along those lines. Thank you. Yeah. All those things. You'll have to. <laughs> okay. Forgive them. They're from the human yeah. empire. Okay. I don't think they know how to act around. I think we really did too much. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah. That is the way of most humans. We've <laughs> <laughs> I'm so offended. <laughs> I already have to say that interaction. These ones mean well, even if they're foolhardy in their attempts to make peace. If they travel with you, they're welcome here. walking and walks through the bark of the tree, like vanishes inside of it, almost like platform nine and three quarters, as he walks up and makes contact with it and disappears inside. A few seconds later, you pass through the bark of the tree as well, and there's no resistance. This is illusory as you pass into it. Um, and on the other side, you see a sprawling, idyllic paradise um, with large trees and these buildings that seem to have grown out of the ground. A number of, of druids 
make their way about this village. Uh, and they seem to come from a variety of different races. Uh, this isn't just a collection of wood elves. There are uh, a variety of, of peoples um, among this place, but they all seem to be dressed in, in similar colors, have similar like themes about them. Um, the way that they interact with one another is, is very uniform. Um, and it, there are like streams kind of running through into this like central pond um, around which like young children splash and play in the center. Um, this this village is very pleasant. It looks like one of the more peaceful places you've been to in a long time. Um, is there Kalinda like statues or I guess like um, yeah, in, so in the center of that pond is a large um, stone statue of Kawinda um, with her hair pulled back and she's kind of looking off into the distance um, and there are these like green, almost like firefly-like lights kind of floating around the statue. I'll follow the guard to my... Father's home. Okay. Assuming he's there. Ms. Olive, do you want us to stay off? No, you're okay. Okay. Um, he leads you through the through the village of the Wajai. Um, and you see people kind of turn, like, at first they don't pay that much attention, but then they begin to kind of turn and look. If for nothing else than the plate armor, which you don't usually see among uh, among druids, um, they see the the plate the plated armor and then see you, Ave, and they kind of double take like, is that really who we think it is? And they begin to like whisper amongst each other, and then a few of them like like bow or kneel as you walk by, um, and you arrive at. Um, a a dwelling, a dom domicile that is very familiar to you. Mm -hmm. um, your childhood home. And they knock on the wooden door. Um, and a man opens the door with dark skin and a thick beard uh, long pointed ears and long dark hair pulled back in uh, in a ponytail to keep it out of his eyes. He's wearing like a leather chest piece um, but his abdomen is exposed. Um, he has these elaborate like leather pauldrons over his shoulder um, and as he opens up the door and sees Abe um, just without speaking, he pulls you into this big hug. Oh, I hugged him so tight. Um, and he says, Oh, it is wonderful to see you again. It's good to see you too. We've missed you so much. We've missed you as well. We had no idea when you'd return, if you'd return. You... You did it. You saved 
the forest. We have a lot to talk about. I don't think that that's true. Come in. Let us speak. Pull my friends inside and close the door. Does the guard come in or does he leave? Or? He goes back. The guard, yeah, he'll bow and leave. Okay. Um, please sit and he'll usher you in. And um, There's not really like chairs. There's just kind of like a, like a padded dirt floor. Um, and he'll ask you to sit and he'll kind of like kneel down in the corner facing you. Is mom here? Um, she's working at the moment. We had a, a small hunting accident. Nothing, nothing important, but she's away tending to the injured. Um, can I insight check when he says hunting accident? See what the fuck happens. Please be a natural 20. It's not gonna be that. Nope. Even if I added that, that's not gonna work. Yeah, because what is this trying to like? Spell, probably. <laughs> anyway, so she can hear everything. Um, so, guys, like, when we were talking with Reese, mm-hmm. did anyone else notice that, like, every time the red headed woman was brought up, like, got really, like, the redhead would have she like, oh yeah, I mean, she was kind of like, didn't, the whole okay, conversation. before I say this is Briar, didn't you tell us about the engagement? Yeah. Um, okay. yeah, I did say that I had, like, a disagreement with my fiance at the time, mm-hmm. and had to leave her, yeah. but I didn't describe her or anything, so, I guess you can draw your own conclusions about whether you would make a connection and think that she was the redhead or not. Well, you guys, she did mention that she had a past relationship, so maybe that's the red-headed woman. I will assume so, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. But it seemed like there was something more that she wasn't saying. Mm -hmm. Do you think we should try to talk to her later? Maybe, like, yeah, probably without her... 
and the Revengers, this group of people have for a while now been chasing this man known as Castor Morgrane, who I'm sure you've heard of, as he's tried to become a god by making the other gods weaker. It now appears that he is an Aladrin of the Unseen Court, who I know you are familiar enough to know who that is. It's a lot of information trying to keep it all straight. Um, it would also appear that the Onway, the Nandaji, and the Ildai have allied themselves with the Amasidi court in order to gain access to the Bellbreach and the Shadowfell to get something that resides there for presumably more power. It seems as though the Kira headed this alliance, and a 
Elena here, who we've met, is from the summer court of Sealy Bay. Um, I believe that there is a war that is going to happen very soon, and I do think it would be in the best interest of all the Druidic tribes if you would consider an alliance with the Sealy court and perhaps convince the Tay and the Jinwei to join you. This is something that is going to affect not only the Feywild and the Shadowfell, but the Material Plane as well, and most likely affect the Everreach Forest most of all. A lot of lives are at stake here. I see. I, I can speak to the other tribe, tribal leaders. Um, of course, we can only pursue an alliance should everyone vote in favor of it. But I think with the information you've provided, refusing such an alliance could spell disaster for us, the, the whole forest, and even the world. I know that when I spread on you some weeks ago, you were talking with Ka and Minasada. You, did you know anything about this? Have you any information on the activities that Bakira and Nava and Embe are engaging in? We've been doing our best to learn as much as we can without seeming aggressive or triggering a response. Mm -hmm. It seems that if there's been no bloodshed yet, but it feels every day we go closer to that as an inevitable occurrence. Something happened. Bakira who has always been so insistent on doing things the way we have always done them suddenly has abandoned that out of the blue and adopted this strange being as her new her new deity it, it came out of nowhere and is extraordinarily out of character especially for her um, but since then things have been different across the whole forest usually we operate with a kind of synergy between us mm -hmm. but that has ceased and any attempt to reach out is met with threats of either abandoning Kuinda ourselves or, or getting what's coming to us. And we, we don't know what is coming to us, but one can only 
assume the worst in this situation. It may not have been committed by you, but there has been bloodshed. I tried to scry on Dotorai, the Nabi from Nandaji, and was met only with a tombstone, with the symbol of Rabani, who is this new deity that you're talking about. In my research that I've done since discovering this symbol, it would seem as though Rabani is this ascended, heavily connected with the shadow fell and heavily connected with feelings of emptiness or absence. I think that the Unseelie have convinced Bakira and Nava and Anbai to follow this goddess and to commit people to becoming perhaps undead beings in order to fuel their war and their soldiers and whoever or whatever they're looking for in the shadow well. This isn't something that we can stay out of for very long. Death is already happening. I see. Well, I will do what I can. I will present this information. And if If it comes to it, if it calls for it, then we will do what needs to be done, even if the other two tribes will not aid us. The Wajai will seek out the Summer Court. I appreciate that. What are the chances, do you think, of Ka and Sada joining you? They would be fools to ignore the information that you have presented to me. The evidence that we've seen, the changes in behavior, the escalating conflict, it all points to blossoming into something that we cannot contain. Do you know how those two tribes in particular have felt about me since that council meeting? Because if they did not agree with my actions, it's possible they will not trust the information that I have delivered. There was reluctance at first, um, distaste, but as the forest began to heal after we spoke to you um, among the refugees of Ilfelin, after you defeated Naraxis, there was a realization that maybe the way that we've done things for so long is not the only way. Um, of course, not everyone agrees. Some of the elders among the tribes who have been around to see tradition enacted for hundreds of years are the most reluctant to accept this change, but for the most part you have changed minds or at least opened them. Thank you. 
block of incense? Yeah. Um, it's not specified. There are no rules, and you cannot sell it, or, like, I've checked the It doesn't say anything to be honest. It's up to you. Um, then, like, a silver piece. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, wow, it has no information about this. Yeah, it's up to the DM. So, yeah, for, like, for, like, decent quality block of incense, probably a silver piece. Okay. Cool. But, for just, like, Shitty incense, tell me it weighs three or four copper. No, I'm gonna say it's a silver piece. Um, yeah, I just need sticks of incense. We'll go out and get that. Yeah, Relatively you can. Fast yeah, and you can put up a few. Not a ton. How much is it worth? I'll say you collect like like two silver pieces worth of incense. The equivalent of two blocks, um, or about like thirty or forty sticks. A million. <laughs> you fill the bag of gold to the brim. I'm gonna need to buy it again for a long time. One, two, three, five. Okay, go. Okay, go. Okay. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! Again? I'm doing it for Norn so I can explore more of his world. <laughs> Mm. I mean, don't we know enough by now that you really want more secrets? No, that's what I mean. I don't need <laughs> for anything. Like, I just think it would be interesting to use it on some of the legendary weapons we have inside. Okay. okay. So, eat. Well, maybe while her parents are making food, we could ask. Yeah. Are we going to do it? Should we, like, go outside? Well, we went outside to get the incense. Yeah, so, so you guys wanted to go with us. Yeah. Okay, we'll all go. <laughs> okay, we all went to get the incense, and now we're going back. Yeah. Is the Kira your fiance? She was at one point. You make eyes of a little. Um. Do you have like a like a secret? <laughs> 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 uh, I feel like just like any other person, I imagine I have a lot of secrets. Well, I mean, I just feel like you reacted like really intensely <laughs> when we were talking to Reese, and I was just kind of like wondering, like you know, what what that was about. Well. That's part of it. 
My father stopped the war among the Druids over a hundred years ago. And I think that fate might have thought it funny and some kind of poetic injustice that it is now his daughter who began a far worse. So like, what did you do? It might be difficult to explain to people who are not from the Druidic world, but it is our tradition that every tribe must vote unanimously before we do any actions that would affect one another. Um, we would call these council meetings in which the two leaders from every tribe would meet together and do their voting. They had one such meeting when their access was threatening the forest, as that was something that affected all of us. And one of us was unable to make it as she was out um, in Bagerheim doing one of the Wallandanji trials. And since she was not there, the voting could not proceed. But the forest was dying. And Kowinda spoke to me and told me that I needed to save the forest, regardless of what it meant for me, regardless of what it meant for my standing with my people. And Vahira has always been a traditional woman. She has always been a wonderful chiefess. She would have never done anything to put her tribe in harm's way, which is why I have a hard time believing that she is willingly seeking out the unseeming court now. But I thought that she would understand in this instance, my going against her tradition. I thought that she would understand that our goddess is sending me to do something that would save everyone. But she, as I said, was very traditional and insisted that we wait for Minsada, one of the chiefesses, to return so that a voting could be held on what exactly to do. We argued in the room for a bit, and I informed her that either she would love me enough to trust me in this matter, or she wouldn't. She said that she didn't. She wanted shapes, and I defended myself. She attacked you? Yes. Sakura is nothing if not strong-willed and convicted. She defended what she thought was right for her people, regardless of what it meant for her own feelings. And in a lot of ways, I really respect her for that. But I had to follow my goddess at the time. So... We did fight, which is uncivil, but the way that it happened. I managed to knock her unconscious. We were both terribly wounded, and I left that night. And I haven't been back to a Druid tribe since. Not long after that night, I met Elena and Aaron, and I've been with them ever since, because it was a lot easier to stay with them fight as an adventurer than it would be to come back and face So now she's taking petty revenge? 
It's not revenge. I think that she was vulnerable after that night, emotionally, and it's possible that she was seeking out some kind of power to make herself feel better, but I don't think that this is her. She would never do anything to put her people in danger. She is the best chiefess that I have ever known. She wouldn't, she would not hurt her people like this. And it's very untraditional for her to go against Belinda and to seek outside sources to create violence among the tribes. She is being influenced by something. I don't know what and I don't know how, but this is not her. Are you like sure, sure though? It's not as simple as you think it is. I know something like this happened. I can understand why you have doubts, but I know this woman, and I know that she would not, she would not do this. This puts her people and everybody else at, in so much danger, and that is everything that she was against. That is everything that she fought for against me. She wouldn't go against it now. I mean, I guess my point is that you can think you know someone, but sometimes you just don't. I know. I think, um, I think sounds like a very strong woman and one who I can see why you'd admire because she has conviction. Um, I, I won't say one way or the other. Ave, I, I trust you. I trust your judgment. Um, in my experience, unfortunately, as someone who's worshipped people who tend to be, who, who has worshipped gods, sometimes we tend to attract zealots or people with a lot of conviction, and I've seen, or at least read about, a lot of people who've done sometimes the wrong thing when they think they're doing the right thing. Um, I don't know her, but I don't think she wants to hurt you. But a lot of her actions are hurting people. And I think that's something we'll just have to figure out more of as we go on. But I just want you to know we're here for you. Um, but sometimes when we love people, it's hard to see clearly and understand why they do the things they do that hurt us. I understand what you're saying. And honestly, were the roles reversed and this was happening to one of you, I would have my doubts. I think it's completely fair of you to be at that opinion. But as it stands, I have no doubts. This is not she is not the one who is doing this. Not without someone else telling her or pulling the strings. Okay. Guess we'll find out. Obviously, oh, hands are like kind of shaking, but she's still walking. Or where are we? I think, are we walking still back? Sitting, now? Still sitting, still. Probably there. walking back at this point. Yeah, walking yeah. back. Okay. Yeah, her hands are shaking, but she's 
Mitri's gonna like try and take one of her hands. She'll let you hold her hand. Okay, but he wants to. He's still kind of shaking. What did you why do you think scroll? What the fuck did you roll? What the fuck did you roll? We're all in for it here. I'm just playing with my dice. So he's like, oh, I wonder if she's evil. No, I'm just playing with my dice. I hope you just hold your hand until as we Um, at some point, either before or after dinner, Ashton would like to try and have Dave alone. But yeah. there's probably anything else. Their house, while like pretty, like undecorated, like it's pretty simplistic. It is pretty big, also. So I imagine there's at least two or three spare rooms for us all to stay in. Dictating her actions right now. And I think that she can be saved. 
So do you think that's something that happens a lot? Like people get controlled and make decisions that maybe they wouldn't make otherwise? I'm not sure if it happens a lot. In my experience, I don't think I've ever encountered something like this, but it's hard to say. I have seen powerful magic at work, magic that I have no idea how it works. And I don't know if the pale man can make Libby's mind feeble. feeble. I think that there's a lot of other mind magic that could occur. Do you think, even though she hurt you, you said, do you think that you'll forgive her? I don't think there's anything to forgive. She only did what was best for her people, and that was her job as the chiefess. At the time, I was very hurt. But I understand why she did what she did. And I don't know how I'll react when I see her again, but... As of right now, I don't think that there's any forgiveness to be given. She only did what any other leader would do. <laughs> do you do you feel guilty about what happened between you two? I didn't before when I still followed Kalinda. Because I felt like the goddess knew what she was doing. I felt like she was aware of the greater good and that she cared about me enough to know that there was good things in the future for me. But now that I've begun to question my faith and question Kuwinda's motives and decisions, I felt immensely guilty. I don't know if the choices that I made were the right ones. And I find myself questioning that a lot more since I've left my faith. How do you, um, how do you deal with that guilt all the time? The guilt of leaving my faith? Just knowing that she needed you and she wanted you there, but you couldn't be there. And maybe, maybe there was something you could have done change things. I'll put my hand on Ashton's shoulder. Look up into his eyes. He's significantly taller than her. What in the feeling? He's taller. He's like a whole foot. You're just not good. That's so cute. Ashton, I've been alive for over 110 years. I still do not have any answers when it comes to faith or when it comes to the right thing to do. My father used to tell me that people are like the leaves of a great tree, and our faith is the trunk of that tree that holds us all together. It's what connects us and holds us up high enough so that we can see the world from a different perspective. know how true that really is. I don't know 
if pretty sayings can make up for the way that we feel about our gods, about our actions, or about anything that we do. I'm sorry. I wish that I could give you answers. I wish that I knew the right way from the wrong way. But in all honesty, I don't. And I've tried to hide that for a long time from Libby, mostly. I want him to see me as a leader. I want him to think that I know what I'm doing and to feel comfort in the fact that he is being led by somebody who is aware of their own circumstance, let alone the circumstances around them. But the truth is, no matter how long you live, and no matter what you go through, you can't ever prepare for what's coming, and you can't always be okay with what you've done. So you just have to learn to live with it? I take comfort in my relationships with other people. When I no longer have Bakira, I met Elena, and and when I lost my relationship with Kalinda, I found you and Ryan. Relationships, no matter who they're with, deity, mortal, they come and go. And I think it's important to just revel in the ones that you have with. I've been along for a really long time, but I'm really glad I found you guys. I'll hug him. You're not alone anymore. And for any relationships that you may have lost, you've found new ones. Josh and Elvis are back and stay there for a while. He kind of wander off to take some time for himself. Are we doing anything else tonight? Um, how did you split the rooms? Abe has her own room, and then I imagine there's two extras. That's no bunk with Okay. Um, I saw bunk with Elena. Well, you're gone, having that conversation. Oh, Jesus. Um, is gonna, like, pray. And, um, I'm gonna do divine intervention. Oh, no. Um, and... Um, I'm going to ask, I'm going to be like, Annotatus, there's so much missing from this narrative. There's so much I don't understand. Please help me. Um, show me the pale man's past. Yeah. Oops. Pale man's past. Yep, that's a big one. I know. I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> mm. Nope. 44. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna download like, it. Oh, <laughs> That's a deep load. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be like, so next game, Jake, you're gonna have some stuff. Uh, <laughs> no, it's like the deep text to me. <laughs> like, I, come out of, I come out of the room in the morning and everyone's like, why is he suddenly so more serious, mature? Well, I have 500 years in my head, so. <laughs> I'm older now. And then when you get back to the room, Louis's gonna be like ready, like in bed and like picking up the quilt. Um, Ashton? Yeah. 
when we were talking with Abe earlier, um, you said to Elena that it's hard to understand what to do in those situations when it comes to loved ones. Um, what were you talking about? Um, <laughs> Dimitri's not looking out. Like, no, Dimitri's like staring at the bed. Like, he's not looking out. Ashlyn is staring at the Um, I just, these situations, it's really easy, I think, to see the world in black and white. And it's easy to judge other people's decisions. But when I left home and I started on this path that I'm on, I was taught that everyone can be saved, no matter how bad, no matter what they've done. And I just think that the decisions people make, make are never as simple as we sometimes judge them for. Okay. And then Dimitri's gonna like lay down, like go to sleep. And before he goes to sleep, he's gonna be like, um, just you know, like the Revengers are like a family, and we're here for you. Um, and I'm sorry if someone hurt you. Do you think it's like 
sketchy. I think Abe might be wishing too much that she's being controlled and that's not her own choice. People change and they can change quickly. Yeah. I guess my concern is that, you know, she's not being controlled and what that will do to Abe, who is so adamant that she is being controlled, if she's not being controlled. I I hope that she is, right? because I do think Ave will have a bad reaction. But I think it's unlikely that she's being controlled and making these choices, because that's, I'm very new at this, but quite confident that's difficult magic. Yeah, you would think, right? I don't know a lot about magic either, but. I mean, I've only been doing magic for like a month or so. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I grew up doing like some magic, but like it's pretty unimpressive. So uh, I would I would argue that. <laughs> but no, I I think Abe is doing what she can to cope with her feelings. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out. I think the best thing we can do is to be there for her. What, with whatever she discovers. Yeah. <coughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just too jaded, but it doesn't seem right. It's suspicious, to say the least. Some um, leaves, sticks, muds that are in like 
religious bowls kind of at the entrance, um, lots of nature stuff, flowers, mosses, and then walk into this large circular room with like an altar towards the back of it. Um, placed down very carefully all of the little elements that she gathered at the front. And breathing kind of heavily and shaking, she's going to kneel in front of the altar and see if the window manifests herself in front of her. Uh, make a religion check. Oh god, oh god. Um, should I use luck? It's pretty good. This one part, she's gonna use luck. The first one was way better. <laughs> um, six plus, or not sixteen plus, um, at twenty-one. Um. I'll say there's no, like, physical manifestation, but you feel a, a presence. You feel that she's listening. There's no, like, physical image in front of you. She's not, like, standing in front of you. Yeah, that was the last time that she visited Ave, so I think Ave talked about her and how she visited. But she's listening. Yeah. She's there. Do I feel like she might be able to reply? Should I say anything? I think you have to say something to find out. <laughs> well, with my religious attunement, can I feel how strong the connection is? Like, if she would be capable of she applying? Not if she would. <laughs> <laughs> like a cat. <laughs> so if she would be capable of so applying. Like Are you, you here? Don't, you don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. contribution to the world and I want to feel like I can distinguish between right and wrong and I want to feel like I haven't completely forsaken the beliefs of my people again but I need you to understand something I am a mortal and I have mortal desires that I want even more and I want to worship you. The Revengers, Lorelei, the Wagei, I will never do anything to harm them. I will protect them with everything that I am, regardless of my religion and regardless of what it means for me. I want a relationship with you, but not one where I'm a blind follower and you're an omnipotent goddess. I want a religion where I am a respected believer 
and you are an understanding deity, I would vow my service in your name again. But I would also demand that you acknowledge my mortal desires to protect the people that I love, first and foremost, and that you acknowledge that our relationship will be changed. You must love me as much as I love you. We have similar goals. We both want to protect the forest. And together, I think that we could protect the natural world of the mortal plane with both your divinity and my mortality. I don't know why I came here tonight, of all nights. Maybe it's the nostalgia of being back here. Maybe it's the threat of my people. But when it comes down to it, I am going to protect everyone and everything that I love. You may stand beside me and help me, or you may stand aside and get out of my way. Inside of this room, a wind kind of picks up, carrying a few leaves scattered about uh, in a circle, tossing them back and forth in front of you. And a voice emanates. Surrounding you. You're not sure if it's in your head or actually audible outside of it, but um, you hear a voice that you've heard on few occasions before. Speak and say, There are few mortals with the conviction or the courage to demand a god to instruct one in recent memory the last person I can think of to do such a thing is the man that you're trying to destroy <laughs> He demands power and freedom, much like you do, but for a much different purpose. He seeks that power and that freedom to turn it against those on the mortal plane. You seek it to protect them. So while you reflect, Caster Morgrain, in courage and
conviction. You oppose him directly in desire and intent. I mentioned to you before, it was that conviction and courage that I admired in you. And that remains true. If anything, Ave, you have proven to me that you are among the most capable candidates to become a Wamanaji. You've exemplified the, the bravery and the desire to protect the heroism in your deeds and in your words is clear for all to see. I cannot claim that my stubbornness was a test of any kind. But if it was, you have, you would have passed. For now, since it was no test, all I can say is you have not passed, but rather proven me wrong. And I hope you know and appreciate what it means for me to say such a thing. In the ways that we are similar, if nothing else, it is strong will. You bear a stubbornness akin to my own. And I believe we both see that as a way to protect that which we hold dear. You have my support, Ave. And Forgiveness is necessary. I wish only to seek your love, and I wish only to seek the protection of the people as well as the natural world on this plane. I firmly believe that together we can accomplish great things in both of those areas. I want nothing more than to work alongside you to complete our similar goals. And we will work together in this. We share a desire, we share a goal. You burn the trust. I it's I'm sorry. Hopefully you can leave this place feeling like you've one last burden on your shoulders. 
with that, the swirling of the wind dies down. You feel the presence leave. Um, he's not woken up yet, uh, but he's breathing. Okay. That's the best um, hope for in And it looks like there are about three other people on the ship, and they have, like, wood planks with them, and they're kind of beginning to get repairs started. Right. And they've just left him slaying on the ship. What a fucking embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> That's sarcastic, guys. That's usually me. <laughs> it's cool when it's me. It's not it's cool when it's fun. anyone else. <laughs> um, I want to wake up early and head down and talk with Avi's parents. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I'm just going to ask some general questions. Like, oh, how was Avi growing up? Like, when did, you know, Kawinda, like, how did she discover her love for, like, Kawinda? Um, like is like Wawindaji is that something that tends to run in families like yeah just all the okay. all the deeds also I'm gonna tell them because she was not wearing there and we did not talk about it I'm gonna tell them like cause I've been there I've been there yeah and I was there when she got her from the crane and uh-huh. I was there for the armor uh-huh. I'm gonna tell them about that I'm gonna be like and I'm gonna like like you know because I'm me I'm, like Dimitri's gonna like blow it up I'm gonna be like it was so fucking amazing <laughs> like holy shit she's a goddess I won't tell them that she got in a fight with her. That's between her and Quinda. I probably could tell from how she looked when she arrived. If they asked. Oh my god, yeah. Well, I'm sure if if Libby's done. Yeah, if they ask, I will admit that. Ask her. How does Abe look? Okay, well, Abe comes out. She already did that. Come on. Don't turn off, bitch. Um, she's wearing her wand dodgy armor. Her hair is pulled back. And her sickness that she seemed to have had previously, which probably became kind of like less and less noticeable, um, it's now very obvious, like probably how sick she was. Um, because when she comes out, she has her full color back as it was. Like weeks ago, her eyes are far brighter. Um, she looks way healthier. Whatever gradual sickness she had had previously seems to be completely eradicated. Nice. I'm a hug you. I'll hug you better. Yay. You look better. You look good. I feel better. Our thing is like. I'm gonna like whisper this part. Are you 
legs, like the crane's butt. So like, you know, it's cool stuff. Are you supposed to kick the animal's asses? <laughs> no. No, you're not. They're very impressed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll just eat that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Are they impressed? <laughs> yes. Very impressed. Do you want to help us make breakfast? In fact, they'll probably ask you questions about her over, over the preparation of food and stuff. And I am wearing the armor. Yeah. So they're very impressed and proud and will ask about it. I'll compare stories with my father, like how he beat the crane versus how I beat the crane, how he beat the stag versus how I beat the stag. Yeah, um, it sounds like you guys have different challenges. Like, really? Yeah, the trials were completely different. There. Oh, they adapt, so you can't cheat. Like the SAT. <laughs> <laughs> this is the druid SATs. Um, and then while we're preparing breakfast, at some point Libby will ask, a, like, wait, have you told us that we're looking for dragon turtle? No. Then never mind. Oh, no, I know. Well, I don't. But so I don't matter. think anybody else would. Okay. When I come downstairs, I'll let you guys know that Flint is alive. Flint uh, spent all the money on booze, drank it all. Threw up, passed out in the throat. I had noodles, move his head away from the throat so he could breathe. It's and the whole gist of it. Last time I checked in on him like five minutes ago, he's still alive. Unfortunately, to put things in perspective, right? A standard mug of ale is four copper pieces. Jesus. And he spent twenty-five gold. And he drank it all. He himself. had to have bought stuff for other people because there, he would be dead for sure. Not if he's buying more expensive stuff. Do you want me to ask if he bought anyone drinks? No, I don't care that much. Okay. Wake up. Yeah. Wake up. I think noodles should just, you know, squawk and wake. I'm noodles sure should throw up on him. Yeah. Wake him up. Like the baby bird him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That would be what that would ask. Ashton maybe not that secretly. Okay, what are we doing today, guys? Just like well, I think after we've had these conversations over breakfast, I don't know. <laughs> don't pick up um, I will say we need to decide our next course of action based on the best available information that we have. Um, ship's still being repaired. Yeah. The, prep, the repairs were starting this morning. Okay. The ship is still being prepared. And it sounds like your parents have to talk with the other druid leaders before they can make a choice. Well, it's not traditional, but my father said that the wage I would seek out the summer court with or without the permission of the other tribes, which is pretty unconventional, but it seems that that is the way that things are being done now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you did it first, so like... I did do it first. And clearly it worked out. Yeah, it's well, like you're setting up a new tradition. Yeah, maybe everyone should just do whatever they want. Don't know. No, exactly not worked out, but this is where we're at now. This is what we have to work with. Okay. Do you want me to ask Flint when he's awake how long the repairs are gonna take? I think that that would be beneficial. Yeah. I will. I'll I'll just keep checking in. I'll tell Noodles to tell me when Flint's awake. Thank Great. you, Briar. <sighs> I've missed you, Alvin. I think that I missed myself too. No offense, but like Elena being like the leader for it, that was chaotic. It was just, uh, I don't think that 
think that the Revengers have an established leader, although I will admit that some of us are more wise than others. Shade. What? <laughs> I think that his highness is very wise. Thank you for your input, Ashley. Thank you. I appreciate you, Ashley. So, the boat is being prepared for at least the foreseeable future, which means that we cannot, at the moment, pursue the phylactery. I think that we should use the time that we have to be as productive as we can. Um, well, if we, I guess, I don't know what we can do right now. Should we tell Lionel about everything and see if he would be willing to... Lionel knows everything. Lorelai informed him. We could, we could seek out the other druid tribes ourselves and attempt to convince them. Or we could contact Reese, see if there's any new developments, though I doubt it. It's only been like 12 hours. For us, we um, we should warn someone at Arbor Arcana about the thing. We need to talk to Paul, certainly. Oh, Jesus Christ, it's the um, book. One thing that actually I think I have been curious about, um, now that we're all kind of like feeling better and more on the same page, um, Lyle seems to be able to activate another level on his... Um, legendary weapons. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if that's something that we could try and figure out how to do for ourselves to try and maybe by the time we leave the command have a little something extra. I did ask Nemo if he would be willing to examine the Wall and Dodging Armor and try to determine how one might unlock this more powerful form and he said that he had no idea. And if Nemo was unable to discern a clear way of and I think it might be a process that has to happen naturally. I don't know if it's something we can force. Did wow. we give Ashton the, the eyes of whatever? Nine eyes of Balderos? Oh yeah, Ashton, do you want like a magic so. item? Um, oh, wait, no, no, no. I got my sword. I got my shield. And pretty good. I think I have the Helm of Brilliance, which I'm no longer attuned to, and I think that that might be more beneficial for a paladin. Mm-hmm. I'm stressed every time you put your hands that you're going to yell or something. Hey, um, <laughs> I'm just What's the Helm of... What was it? The Helm of Brilliance? I'll pull out the Helm of Brilliance. It was originally Libby's, but he gave it to me, and I think it might be best used in your hands now. Are you sure? Libby, would you... Sorry, it wasn't really made for a cleric of Annotatus. I could think of nobody in Annotatus to have it. I'm just seeing what's going on. I would love to, Elena. Like, I... Absolutely. I could do that. I will cast Sending. Is there anything you'd like me to say? Um, anything new? How long has it been? Um, it's been years. The war is over. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, you've done it. Summer court. Years old. Bye. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Are you okay? Um. Hey, just checking in. Um, we've made contact with Druid tribes. Um, anything new? Anything new? 
on your end. How long has um, it been? How long has it been? Are you safe, Elena? <laughs> oh god, oh god! What was that look, Doran? You son of a bitch. How does it even go through? Um, Reese's voice comes back in a whisper. I'm not sure how long it's been for you. It's been. exactly what Dimitri is doing. There were spies. Like you said there would be. Do you need help? Yes, he needs help! Well, he hasn't fucking said it! Elena, I'm I'm so sorry. We gotta go save Um, that sexy, sexy man. Your Reese has been captured and they're transporting him to the to the um, gloomy court. I'm going. Oh. Then we'll come with you. Hey, we could even get those rocks. Over there. <laughs> 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 we were there. I mean, it's almost like we, we should have done. Off the rain. <laughs> <laughs> um, Elena, what should For I do? Maybe expedition. I can ask him if he knows like, where, they, where the last they were. Or... Um, tell him... I'm coming. 
Give me any details you can. Stay alive. Um. We're coming. Give any details you can um, on our way now. I love Reese. You better not get hurt. I know I probably. This doesn't matter, but you guys don't feel obligated to come with me. Elena, don't be dumb. We're a family. You are being pretty ridiculous by even suggesting that. He he's gonna reply. Oh, okay. oh, oh of course. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> he's gonna reply. Um, he's gonna say, um, <clears throat> I don't know much right now. But I caught your father speaking to one of the spies. They have me bound and blindfolded. But we're moving. Did you say blindfolded? Mm -hmm. I thought you said blinded me. (laughs) (laughs) They use spoons. Oh, stop, stop, that's so gross. Or just like Shakespeare, you know. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even. Don't put that in his name. Your dad's kind of a twisted father. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, um. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're so funny. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Okay, well. I appreciate you guys. Um, I'm gonna check in on noodles. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Is Flint awake yet? No. Okay, I'm gonna have noodles go to one of the bosuns. Oh, uh, <laughs> this fucking works. They're gonna be like legends about us. <laughs> The pirates tell about the fucking crow that we just got talking. Raven. Raven, sorry. I was uh, and he's going to, in my voice, say, hello. <laughs> Do not be frightened. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he always prefaces like his speech with like, don't be scared. He's Which like an angel. significantly more scary. <laughs> A big, I am one of the owners of this. I belong to one of the owners of this boat. How long will the repairs take? Uh, after the initial like shock and swearing tirade that usually comes uh, with these, um, the repairman says shakily, um, "They uh, should be done by the twenty-seventh. All right, thank you. When Flint wakes up. Tell him that Noodles is going to keep a close eye on him until we're back. Um, and then I just leave. <laughs> I'll let him know. <laughs> Guys, it's going to be done the 27th. What day is today? The 24th. Okay. 
So we'll probably be back way afterwards. So Clint's still passed out, so maybe when we get to the Feywild, you should It doesn't at necessarily least... just make things take longer. It yeah, could, like Link got here before we even showed up to... I mean, you could... Yeah, you could be in the Feywild for a matter of minutes. Well, how lucky are we? Yeah, yeah, sure. it depends, it depends what... What is, like... Like, I know it can, like, vary, but what is, like, the maximum that's possible, like, day? The like maximum? A, like, a, like, one day in the Feywild, what is the maximum amount of time that would pass in the material plane? Years. Plural. Shit. Um, it's a roll of the dice. It is a roll of the d20. God, we're gonna come back to like post apocalyptic bullshit. What am I supposed to tell him? We're going to say one, so you're on 84. Minutes. I could just use my not to contact the world line and that way not to use a spell. I probably should. <laughs> <laughs> say Thanks. bye to him. But I can wait, yeah. Oh, I need more like to get myself too. So I'm gonna use my kid. So you just don't have to use a spell. Okay. Thanks, Ave. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. I'll contact Lorelai on the rock and ask her to get Lionel on the rock. <laughs> Can you get Lionel on the rock, please? Just hand it to him for a minute. Okay. Uh, is there anything he needs to know before we go? We don't know how long we'll be gone. We don't know how long we'll be gone. Okay. We're going to do our best to stop everything that Lorelai told him. Okay. Um, do you guys mind if, if maybe, um, when I say bye to him, if I'm alone? No, it's fine. Um, can you tell him why we're going? Yeah, yeah, I will. And then if you want, I, I can do the rock when I'm done with it, so you can talk to him. Okay, let me, let me Okay. Um, uh, I'm gonna walk to my room. <laughs> okay. Uh, hi, uh. Brother, um, Sup, bro? <laughs> so we're leaving um, to the Feywild, and magic there can get kind of crazy. I don't know how long we're going to be gone for, um, and to be frank, it's going to be really dangerous, and I don't know what the odds are of us coming back. Um, Honestly, on time, if anything horrible happens there, or just in general. Um, I know Lorelai has filled you in on kind of the stuff that Castor's been up to, and unfortunately, a an ally of ours has been taken hostage, and it leaves us really with no choice but to go to the Feywild and try and fix some things from their side. Um, I'm sorry, I wish there was like more time. Um, and I just want you to know, I have been so grateful to have you, like to find my family and to become a part of the family and um, in case something happens on either end, I just um, thank you for being there and being an amazing brother. Thank you for letting me know. Libby, I'm Dimitri. <laughs> I'm 
so glad you've come into my life. I'm very proud of you, and I want you to know that while you're gone, no matter how long you're there, Lorelai and myself will be here fighting the fight that, that you're fighting. Just because you're gone doesn't mean that things will stop here. We'll do what we can to make sure that <coughs> things don't escalate or get worse. There's no telling how things will be when you return. Or when you'll return, like you said, but through it all, no matter how long it is, we'll be fighting and I'll be thinking of you. And I'll be praying to Annotatus that he keeps you safe. Um, I, uh, you talk with the Druid Elves. They're going to talk with um, the Eladrin. And they might be able to secure an alliance. I think that might be a good avenue for the Calum Empire to look into as well. Um, I'm going to let Elena uh, say some stuff. She wants to say bye. And um, in case we're gone longer than like a month or two, or a year, years, uh, could you maybe come up with an extra boat for us? We might need Um <laughs> Love you. Bye. Here's Elena. And I'm just gonna like, leave and give it to you. Um, so I'll go into my room. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm after. I'm next. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is like you so know, much. She's going next. Yeah. <laughs> Places your quarter on the arcade cabinet. <laughs> the revenge is always have to be really extra, so. Um, hello? <laughs> I don't really know how this works. I just, I feel weird talking to this rock, but. <laughs> it's not weird. Um, but I have to go and do this. They took my best friend and he can't, I can't lose him. And terrified to go back to that place, but I don't really have a choice, but I wanted to say goodbye for now. I fully intend to come back. Selfishly, I wish that you could stay and not risk it being years before we see each other again. I know that 
this has to be done. I understand your fear. But if there's one thing that I've learned in my time, as king short as it has been, I've learned that fear is inescapable, but it is not a weakness. <laughs> <laughs> It is, in some cases, some of the best motivation that one can have. And I know that I am full of fear at the thought of losing you or my brother or any of the Avengers, my friends in that place and I intend on using that fear to keep going as my motivator to stay strong and to keep up this fight our pressure on the pale man and whatever his plans may be will not waver in your absence Worry about the Feywild, not what's happening here. And keep your promise. You need to come back. Well, I fully intend to come back. I think. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing out on a joke. I'll tell it to you later. Okay, okay. I'll tell it to you. Um, I'll put it. I think, I think Reese is a person that you would really like. And I hope that one day you guys can meet each other. I wish I didn't have to go. <laughs> um, But hopefully, hopefully luck will be on our side and it will be mere minutes that we're gone. Probably not. <laughs> I feel like it's the Revengers were actually pretty fucking unlucky, but god damn it, we do our best. <laughs> Anyway, I will try to keep you updated as we go. I will see you when I see you. <laughs> no, stop it. <laughs> well, to, to see each other again. Goodbye. Sorry, I'm a goodbye. Sorry, I meant goodbye. I was like, what are we apologizing for? No, another goodbye. You're already fucking apologizing, bitch. What have I done? Okay.
it, no matter how long it takes. If you return years from now, then perhaps the wars will have ended and we can just retire and settle down. Oh. Of course, I know that that's wishful thinking, but in this situation, I think that's the best kind of thinking we have. <coughs> One way or another, you'll return in some time or another. You'll be reunited again. However long it takes, I will spend all of it fighting anything that gets in our way. Any, any battle, any creature, any god that wants to, to stop us <coughs> from settling down. will fall. I will never stop fighting for us. I should hope so. <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny. I, I forgot what I was going to say. I should hope Wait, so. <laughs> I'll be fighting for us as well. Some other cute elf tries to talk to you. You gotta tell her. You gotta fight her. No, I'll fight. I'll fight anyone. Getting mad just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna fight this fucking rock. Lyle will find you. Lyle will be like, your grandma. Lyle will show up. I don't care that I'm facing the fate. Lyle's like, what the fuck are you doing? Seriously. <laughs> Who's this bitch? I don't care that they left with that. Don't even joke about that. Don't even joke. (laughs) Sorry, what was the last? Oh, she said she would fight other people. Okay, right. Um, The letter will be on its way to you soon. And hopefully, eventually, so will I. I love you. I love you as well. And if. I need to wait a year to read this letter. I hope I never have to read it. That's my hope as well. But worst comes to worse, I want to do to have something, some kind of closure. To, to Lyle or Laura Lyle. Yeah. 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 Yeah
Is, is there anyone you, I don't know how much time you have, but you said your sister was at the Arbor of Commerce? Yeah, I've been thinking about that. I should probably say goodbye. You could probably teleport there really fast. Well, isn't that where we're going in? So, I kind of had an idea about that. Um, but we can talk about it like while you're sitting back and talk about it with Revengers or we've got now. And we're kind of tight on time because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, while Eva's deciding what she's going to do, I was going to uh, bamf noodles into his pocket plane and then bamf him back out to me. Okay. Before we go, Alina, can I have that letter that I to? Yeah. Wait, who's watching the show? <laughs> no one. No, I'll get it to. I told Slint that Noodles will always be watching, and then now he might be able to. <laughs> he might play. be scared enough of Noodles. And just like yeah. Fox Play. He doesn't need to know what we're doing. We might not return for years, but it's fine. Um, I'm going to give the letter to it's my mom. Ship, I'm gonna uh, also the mother, will you <laughs> ensure that this is delivered? To the general of the Kalam Empire? Um. Yes, I, I'll do all I can. Thank you. And then, as always, I feel like I would know how many items Elena is attuned to. Three. Seven. Nineteen. Then I'm going to tune to Elena. <laughs> and. I'm going to unfasten the cloak shadows. Elena, I've never been to the Feywild, and I think that it is in the best interest of the group that you take this. And if the group gets into any trouble, you get as many of us as you can and you bamf to somewhere else in the Feywild. It doesn't work cross planes. And you know the thing well, I'm better than any of us. I think that you should take this for now. Okay. I'll put the cloak around her myself and fasten it. You might have to do some stat adjusting in DG Beyond now because your you stealth do. is. Uh, you get a plus five mm -hmm. to stealth checks. Does she have to unattune to anything or is it just an object like the elf? No, you have to no, she'll have to attune to so it. So you'll have to unattune to something. I will unattune to <coughs> Life Stranger. You're like really heavy. It's in D and D Beyond, so you should be able to find it. It's Cloak of Shadows. Yeah, the items in there. And it should automatically add the five to yourself and all that. If I did it right. I don't so think he did. I think I have to go in and manually change mine. Well, so just, yeah, so look at it and just, if it doesn't, then you'll have to adjust right. it. I'm not, I'm not a tech one. So I'm going to take five off of my stealth. Like you need it now. Sorry. I'm still kind of stealthy. <laughs> I was about to say, you always get like 30 seconds something. Like you don't need it. <laughs> yeah, so the Cloak of Shadows, you can teleport once per day, and then it's got a number of charges. <coughs> And you can use you can use those charges to thunderstep or misty step. Um, yeah, yeah, I automatically did it. My oh, stealth nice. is now plus twelve. Fuck oh. yeah, dude! I told y'all. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> it did not automatically do it for me. The numbers do not add up here. Um, 
is your stealth customized anywhere else? Because sometimes if you customize it somewhere else, like... Do you have it equipped uh, and in your team items? I did, yeah. You did? Yeah. Figure it out. But, I don't know. So it's right now. Right? It's right now because I just yeah. Because when you go down to the section where it says attuned, like mm-hmm. I when, the second I clicked on it, then it changed. In oh, I was attuned to it, but hell yeah. I don't know. You did it right. Whew. Maybe I did it wrong, but <laughs> it's fine. The numbers are good now. I'm going to attune to the staff of my firm. Now that it does more than a d6. The staff of Wolfer. Ah. A legendary awesome fucking It literally did like 1d6 of damage and I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck do you mean legendary? Like, legendary my ass. Um, <laughs> you were like level 5. I know, no, now, now that you told me that it scales with me, like, it's gonna be good now. Um, so we've done, so Ashton, did you, did you want to go? Um, it, it's not taking too much time. It'll take us about 4 hours to get there. Elena, your friend, your call. I mean, I don't know, like, it could be any amount of time passing. Is there any closer, like, Daryl? Passing? Yeah, I was just gonna say. So, that was what I was gonna talk about, but I was gonna. So, Daryl, I can specify a location, and he can take us there. So my idea was that I would ask him to take us, not in it, but close to the unsealy court, and then from there we could try and track where they're bringing Oh, I was going to say, like, would would you have Daryl just, like, teleport us to the Arbor Conus so that... He doesn't have teleport. He has plane shift. And when we shift planes, she has to attune to it. So, but when we plane shift, I can specify a location on the other plane that he aims for. Okay. So, like, when we get there, for instance, if, like, I'm assuming since we're taking him there, we try and get as close to possible to the unsealy port, and then try and start tracking from there. Yeah. So, if you know, like, a city or a location with a designated name close to the glowing port. Do it? Yeah, probably. And then, you know, depending on how much time, I mean, he's either already there and then we just have to break in and bust him out, or we get there before he gets there. Mm-hmm. Try and, I guess, I don't know, you know what I'm saying, cross, yeah. you know. Yeah. And the second that we find him, Alina can teleport us all back to Seaweed Court. That's a great idea. Either, <laughs> somewhere safe. Somewhere. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere in the Feywild that's safe for yeah. him and you, um, I guess. I don't know, I mean, it's up to you. I'd it's your friend, it's your call. I mean, I'd rather not spend four hours if we can just go now. But I think we should use Daryl. Yeah, we can use Daryl. I just, yeah, because I was going to say we shouldn't probably cross over physically. I just know we're going to be gone for who knows how long, so if you wanted to say bye to your sister. It's fine. Okay, do you want to talk to Laura? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long. I'm gonna hug my parents goodbye really fast. Um, hi, Daryl. <laughs> How long would it take me to attune to that? A uh, short rest. Half an hour, hour? How long is a short rest? Uh, hour, minimum, I believe. Um, 
the smoke will pour out from your ring and coalesce into the blue form of Daryl the genie. Hello again, my friends. I'm gonna run up and hug him. So wonderful. He will hug you back. It is so wonderful to see you all again. How may I be of service on this fine day? We've got new members since you last came out. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he said? by the way, really fast. Where we have some with the, uh, the one that shoots things. The one with the bow. He doesn't even know his fucking um, Yeah, so he, he got disrespectful. married. He got married <laughs> and um, is ruling a country. Um, it's from Gali now. He's doing really well. I knew he would do big things. He had big things in his future. I always knew it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Didn't know his name, but knew his future. Yeah. Uh, Daydream. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, the blue one. Yeah. yeah. She, she was both blue. Yeah, she, she was. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Her reaction was pretty funny. Throws the pencil. It was really fucking horrible, really. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to just, like, no, throw I that just... on you. Ooh. Yeah, but this is Briar. Hi. You're the, the new, I mean, you're not blue, but you're the new, the new her, I assume. Oh, yes. Oh, oh. Uh, don't, uh, don't say things like that. <laughs> 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 I mean, I know that you live longer than the rest of us, but, but we when you spend, like, right. 3,000 years, right. you don't talk to a lot of people. Yeah, no, it's, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, no, we're I, getting, I'm um, kind of used to people that I know yeah. By the way, we're gonna talk about that. Um, when I die, is there a way to like give you like, like a way to like, like leave the ring? Like if I die, is there a way? For not you to be, like. Okay, not the time. Yeah. So, anyways, we'll we, talk about it later. We need to go to the Feywilds. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. Right now, and preferably as close as you can get us to. I don't know whatever city that I know. <laughs> Feywild geography. I don't know any fucking cities. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl, you've been around. Me, Courtney for a while. knows nothing, so. Um. Yeah. So she. Just start making shit up. You can start making <laughs> yeah, shit up. Yeah, I gotta name my own city. Yeah. Is that how it's gonna work? I'm really bad at coming up with names on the fly, guys. So. so. The Feywild is a reflection of the material plane. Um, the. Dungeon Master's Guide um, kind of explains um, that it's it's not exactly one for one. Like, uh, let's see here. Uh, the Feywild exists in parallel to the material plane, an alternate dimension that occupies the same cosmological space. The landscape of the Feywild mirrors the natural world but turns its features into spectacular forms. Where a volcano stands on the material plane, a mountain top with skyscraper-sized crystals that glow with internal fire towers in the Feywild. A wide and muddy river on the material plane might be echoed as a clear and winding brook of great beauty. A marsh could be reflected as a vast black bog of sinister character. And moving to the Feywild from old ruins on the material plane might put a traveler at the door to a, of an archfey's castle. So, where the uh, the geography will be like similar to everything, but so that there's essentially like 
a good chance that where a village or a city is in the material plane, there's one in the Feywild. Mm -hmm. That's not a guarantee, and it's not a guarantee that they'll match in uh, in structure. Mm -hmm. But the Loaming Court uh, actually occupies the space where the exiled lands would be in oh. the material plane. Okay. So there's a possibility that like Lanteglos would be reflected in in the uh -huh. Feywild. So stay on track, <laughs> Fucking love that place. Um, well, I will describe that to Daryl. Okay. That's all I got. All right. Um, I believe. I believe I can do it. Okay. It's just like I made me for Lanteglos, except yeah. across time and space. Yeah, no problem. It's not too hard. No. Easy. All right. He claps. Let's go. Show. Me. I can't hold your hand. What the? <laughs> the one time. No, I'm fucking do it. Get the fucking carrots. Um, he swirls with carrots, blue man. smoke, and you feel yourself disappear. <laughs> And as you are teleporting to the Feywild, that's where we're going to end episode 51 of Dungeon Stories. We're going to the Feywild, baby. I'm fucking stressed. Me fucking too. Oh boy. Oh boy. How long will it be? How long will it be? Don't do that. You can't roll it now. I'm not rolling it now. I just rolled like a test one. Stop it. Just to see what it could be. Stop it. What could it be? I rolled a 6 and then I rolled a 14. Oh, that's that sounds not good. What's that sounds six? like What's six or fourteen days. I rolled a four, or I rolled a fifteen. He made me roll. That's what. How many I days did. are you I, in that? I probably clarify that. Yeah. I had Courtney roll a d twenty to see how long it had been in the Feywild. Well, I just rolled a three. She rolled a few weeks. Oh, sorry. You gonna roll for us? I don't know. Whatever Thorne has in school. Now, how many days are there in a year in this world? Uh, 365. No. No, it's 28 times 8. That's a lot. I don't know how many that is. Um, but from the test rolls that I rolled just now, we had hours and we had weeks. So well, not years. That's, that's good. good. What do you have to roll to get years? Probably a 20. Who's on your call? Something special. Mm -hmm. Okay, look at us. Then do we it. Do it in cheap. Are we still recording right now? We are. Oh shit, okay. <laughs> Be a metagamer. Don't. I don't know. No, don't. Um, but yeah, everyone, thanks for coming along with us. Yeah. Episode 51. Um, I can't wait to see where this goes. Um, oh my god. So much happened in the past the, two episodes. The notes that I wrote for the past like two weeks. Fucking throw that shit yeah. out. <laughs> you didn't have to make Reese being captured. Like, it's kind of your fault for the Feywild. That's true. I don't it's think that that's your fault. If you want to play yarn. She rolled a d20 and got weeks. If it had been like hours. Well, yeah. If weeks had passed, but he could have still been okay. What I mean, let's, let's end this episode. Thank that's you guys. beside the point. Thank Everyone, thank you. Thank you. Uh, don't forget to check us out on socials. Leave us a, a, little, a little rate. Yeah, give us a rating. Um, we would appreciate it. A little tweet, maybe? A, a little tweet? Yeah. yeah. A little tweet. Instagram message. I happen to collect stars, so just star shaped things. 
And one of my favorite thing is five star ratings. Oh my gosh. Oh oh my God. God. Oh my God. Why? I live with you and you have maybe two things for the star shape. <laughs> Called out. Damn. Everyone, thanks so much. Thank um, you. Our light recognizes the light in you. Yep. Oh Namaste. 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 Bye. 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 Bye.